I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's, there's a, a podcast? podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. He's a walking nickname, apparently. Yeah, so, yeah, Mark, yeah, run yeah, us through some of the white teeth. One of the, one of the, I mean, geez, there's so many. <laughs> Jack. That's just his name. That's his first name. <laughs> <laughs> That's just his first name that I mean, his parents I mean, gave him. The, the old classic, watch the ball. Oh. Well, what do you think I'm doing out here? Yeah, you, <laughs> think I'm, you think I'm watching the moon? Must for me. Absolute must. I've Love seen you in them and they don't look great. <laughs> Scouts, welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. It's just Lee here by myself because I thought that you might appreciate a little bonus episode across your Christmas period, uh, and that is because we're deep in the Australian summer, and if you've only jumped on listening to the We Got The Chocolates podcast recently, you might have actually missed our chat with a superstar of the cricket industry, Marnus Labashain. I thought it was worth chucking it up again now and just pulling out some of the best bits from it so that you can have a listen to. Please enjoy. Man, one other thing that I, I wanted to ask you about, um, because you actually have brought to us a new segment, a new game that I think will excel at, uh, and it was it was entirely your idea. It's well, I've titled it the Name Storm, right? So like nickname Storm, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously a clever, which wouldn't shock you, clever little yeah. play on words yeah, there, right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, that's right, exactly. Uh, and basically, what it entails is just giving as many nicknames as possible. To say like your mates, you could write in. Listeners could write in with mm-hmm. their friends' names and say, "Here's a bit about them. Here's what they do. Here's what they enjoy." We need as many nicknames as possible. However, it could also extend to like one of my great pastimes over the last week was I entered into like this step challenge thing for September. It's called mm-hmm. September. Uh, and, Clever. Yeah, and I was just trying to think of as many team names as possible mm-hmm. that were related. So things like Salt and Stepper Squid. <laughs> 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 just, just, just as many step-related <laughs> as possible. Just salt and stepper without the squid even yeah. could be another team name. Uh, so we thought, you know, yeah, the uh, nickname storm is going to be one of the great segments. But to kick us off. We thought, you thought. I thought. And yeah, I okay, said good. to Cody, we're doing it. And okay. he didn't argue, which was excellent. <laughs> um, but to kick us off, you have, you also excel in this area, I think, man. It's one thing that you – 
Well, probably pride yourself on. You've actually gifted Sam Hazlitt uh, with one of the greatest nicknames I've ever heard, and I didn't even understand it until you told me the story of why it makes sense. Can you run us through that one? Yeah, so um, obviously Sam, quite a basic name, um, <laughs> which nickname is now Dave, which is a completely different name, um, and it kind of makes no sense. But I worked really hard for this one yeah, <laughs> a good. long period of time. But you know, you, every every nickname needs a needs a background story, of course. right? You know, so you know, has pretty easy, hazy, Hazel, Hazelhoff. Mm. Ooh, there's something there. Little Hazelhoff. Ooh, Dave, Dave. <laughs> there. So they're all, they're, they're, there's the touch, right? <laughs> but the best part is, is when you know that nickname then expands from there, right? Now, mm. now you now you're trying to get other people. You know, now every day I see Sam, which is Dave, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Dave. Hey Dave. So now that's all I call him. <laughs> and it took a really long time. This wasn't one of those ones that just stuck. It was a real worker. So, you know, I started calling Dave like excessively Dave, even in the middle, you know, no run Dave, you know, like re- re- really good, like for a long period of time, people are like, mate, who's Dave? <laughs> mate, Dave. <laughs> Dave. No, that's Sam. No, it's Dave, mate. Dave, mate. Dave, yeah. And anyway, so over a long period of time, it's it's stuck, right? So, you know, pretty much most of the guys at Redlands would call him Dave. A mm. few, you know, got the Jimmy Pearsons, got a few of the boys at Queensland. And now it's really, you know, broadening, right? So mm. they're my sort of favorite. When mm. if you're the, you know, the average Joe leaning in, you know, you you have no idea about that nickname, but that's the thing I love about a nickname mm. is is the story behind it. Mm. So, you know, why someone is, you know, well, another person, you know, that may have scared a person on this podcast, which we call a Queensland. He's got the most nicknames of all time. We've had him on the podcast actually as oh, well. Perfect. Yeah. I forget Jake, what episode Jake it was. Yeah. Jack Wildermuth. Yes. Mm, you know him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know him pretty well. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. No, to rev him up. He's got, he's got a few nicknames around the place too, Pidgey. Yeah, does he? Well, he's a walking nickname apparently. Yeah, so, yeah, Martin, yeah, run us through some of the ones he's got. Uh, one, of the, one of the, I mean, Jesus, so many. <laughs> Jack. That's just his name. That's his first name. <laughs> That's just his first name that I mean, his parents I mean, gave him. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, in hospital. Sorry, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, sorry uh, another one. Jackington. <laughs> not a great start. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I think it's the earphones. I think it's the earphones. Yeah, you yeah, could have said be. any other yeah, name. Yeah, his nickname, Jack. No, to give you some context in the mistake I just made was. Well, not your like, wife, mate. Well, well, it's okay. You have to explain yourself to us, mate. <laughs> We're your friends. When he runs in, we call We're him Red or Black. Red, red or Black. black. Yep. Red or yep. Black because he nips it both ways. Yep. So which one is it today? Red or Black? Mm-hmm. Um, snake. Um, snowman. Uh, I haven't heard that snowman? one. Yeah, Snowman. Snowman in Tassie. We're fielding, and he was wearing one of the largest jumpers of all time. <laughs> and occasionally, you know, being at square legs, a tough position to move laterally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ball gets going and, you know, beats him before he gets moving. <laughs> so there's the nickname Snowman. Snowman. Yeah, Snowman. He genuinely couldn't move in this big mm. jumper. It was huge. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, got, we've got Pigeon for him because he runs in like a pigeon because his head like bubbles forward and like you can't really, oh, you can't see it on camera. Yeah. His head bubbles like forward and back like that, so we call him Pigeon. Yeah, it put me off on the weekend. Yeah, um, it really did, <laughs> if you've seen the footage. <laughs> um, we'll what else? That. Jake? Jake? Jake Wildermere. Uh, well, there was two sort of funny parts to Jake is one, uh, a ground announcer, 
you know, said, oh, our coming to bat is Jake Wildermuth. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's an absolute. I mean, I've had a few stinkers. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, out opening the batting is Joe Burns <laughs> and Marcus Lavish. Yeah. Well, it's oh. funny. We when, when sort of we put out the word, hey, this man, Marcus Lavish, might be coming on the week of the Chocolates podcast for the 100th episode, uh, there were quite a few people on our social media following that were that were sort of quite interested in that. And that was the most common question, was, wasn't it? Katie, what's the worst pronunciation of your name? What's the what's the worst you've heard? What's the the most wrong someone's got it? Mm. Like they, people were very, very interested in that. Well, I think the first name's the real kicker. When you get the first name wrong. <laughs> it's so phonetic uh, though. Like yeah, it's quite simple. Uh, I know. But I think it's also, you know, sometimes I get, a, you know, a couple of, you know, Instagram requests, right? People mm. run in. And the amount of times it must be autocorrect, right? Mm. Because the amount of times they write this, you know, really beautiful message, yeah, you know, yeah. saying, "Oh, you know, can you help us out with something, uh, Marcus. Marcus?" And you're like, "Jeez, it just loses its sting." <laughs> it I, really I really, does. I really want to do this. But. It's either autocorrect or they really wanted Marcus Harris. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it really leaves a sour yeah. taste. It's a beautifully written thing, but yeah. wrong person. Wrong sorry. person. Yeah. Uh, Stoin plays with the stars, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one of your nicknames, and this also was sent in a lot by listeners, mm-hmm. uh, was the loose bus change. That that was that was one of the greats. I think that when that sort of because Nathan Lyon, I remember the interview where he said that and like people just shared it instantaneously mm. like it was just something that that was the opposite to you having to work really hard yeah that yeah. was just one that people like that was on genius. the yeah. <laughs> that's a genuine table take it up and hit it out of the park <laughs> Okay, Ma, a segment that we do on this podcast also is a overused sporting buzz phrases. Uh, so we thought it would be a great combination of ideas to go overused sporting buzz phrases but connected directly to cricket coaching that you've seen. The, the old classic, watch the ball. Oh. Well, what do you think I'm doing out here? Yeah, <laughs> no, you, think I'm, you think I'm watching the moon? Like, <laughs> you know, watching the ball, play straight. And, and probably the other one is just, oh, you know, you just got to move your feet. You got to move your feet. That's a that's a big one. Yeah, move your feet yeah. to get your pad ripped off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. They all three. It's actually nice. really really easy to move your feet to Mitchell Stark by 150k an hour in swing. It's, it's quite yeah. easy to do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the watch the ball one gets me all the time. Whenever I, I reckon I stopped going to people for like coaching advice because that would be what they say. It was like every time you're going good, it was because you were watching the ball hard enough, and every time you like miss a few times, it's like, but are you really watching it? Like, are you watching it? Like. Can you see the stitching on the seam? What's the logo say? No, No, I can't. But a good point. A good point on that, right? Well, I I definitely think that there's 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 times where you know when you're playing, you you just see the ball really good, right? If it's because the sun's going a certain way, or you know the bowler's got a nice action, Mm. and you just get a really good sight, and and. I don't think that's why it's hard in cricket, right? Because I don't think that's a replicable, replicable. Is yeah, that I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's back that in. Yeah. Um, it's it, you know, a thing to replicate. I think it's really hard to see like that every game. So if you can only score runs on the day that you see them like that, it you know you're going to be quite small margin. I mean, I I've only had that in probably one innings in my Test career so far, where I just felt like I saw the ball so early. You know, the seam, I just felt like, you know, you almost get that instinct where you almost feel like you mm. know where the ball is going to put it. The ball slows down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and that was at Headingley. Mm. Um, yeah, I was going to say, talk us through that innings, mm. man. Yeah, that? yeah and, and that was exactly it, right? Headingley, I just felt like, you know, I got in, I felt like it was really dark and gloomy, but 
sometimes when it's dark and gloomy, it's actually can be easier to see the ball. Mm. You know, you know, people say a lot of the time it's it's actually harder to bat, but it's easier to from a visual perspective because you don't have the sun from obviously coming from the opposite ends shining on the ball. Um, so it can be easier to see the scene. Mm. And, and and that day specifically, uh, I just remember kind of what you just said, mm. Goads, it, it, just the ball slowing down. Mm. And I felt like I almost knew where, you know, where they were bowling. I knew when I could leave and I knew when I could, you know, when I could attack. Mm. Um, and, and I've always sort of thought, geez, how can I get that back? And, and, and how can I have another innings like that? But I think I've, yeah, the more and more I've played, I've just learned that, you know, that doesn't happen. You know, you need certain situations to really make that happen. You know, mm. if it's, you know, a series or, you know, a bowler like, you know, Jofra or someone where the ball is nipping a lot and all of a sudden, you know, your senses just go up a level. Mm. But interestingly, to back that point, Martin, you didn't get 100 in that Headingly test and you've got multiple hundreds since. And so you're saying that you actually haven't seen the ball as good as that day, but you've still managed to rack hundreds left, right, and center. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, if people ask me what's my best test innings, I would say my first innings I played at Headingley yeah. was the best innings I felt like I played in terms of, you know, everything coming together, decision-making, playing and leaving, um, you know, good bat path, mm. just all, all those small things come together. Really clean. Really. Yeah, re- really clean, mm. spot on. And, and I just felt like, I just couldn't, you know, you kind of get that sense like they can't get me out, mm. you know, like it, it's going to take something. And you know what? It took a full toss, <laughs> a full <laughs> bugger from Ben Stokes to <laughs> put me on my face. Um, but it, it, it was that sort of delivery mm. that would actually snap you out of that mm. because you were so, you know, watching the ball and the hand onto the pitch. And I think um, sort of to your point there about the, the hundreds, I think you, you're still watching the ball, right? But you just, don't have you don't see it as well sometimes, but I think you can't you can't combine the two. Yeah. You can't say, well, I've got to see the ball really well to to score runs, right? You still got to watch the ball, and there's still cues I use to try and get myself to focus more on the ball. But I mean, when the ball's coming down, I think everyone that's playing cricket or even not playing cricket and you're just trying to hit it, you're watching the ball. Mm. Um, it's probably what separates like the good players and the really really good players is having that ability to actually having those days where you're not getting it crystal clear but still get a big one find a way. you know what I mean and, and that's probably what's separating those really good guys at mm. the top you like yeah look at Smith and stuff like that and, and Marnie now as well that they might be hitting him like a bastard till they're 60 but they're still 60 and all of a sudden they're 140 not out and it's yeah. the game's done when you get a big one like that, the game's done Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Does your first hundred then become your favorite hundred, do you think, Martin, or do you have one that, that sticks out in your memory? That was a question that we got asked quite a bit as well. Um... um. First one, I mean, first one so is your, special, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the first one's the favourite for so many reasons because I think you're nervous because you've never got there, right? And I think I was up to um, five test 50s by that, obviously, in the current one as well. Mm. I, I was five test 50s and, and it was sort of hanging over me, right? Can he convert those, you know, starts that he got in the ashes? Can he actually convert those into hundreds? Mm. And and that was something that as a young player I, I struggled with, right? I didn't I didn't get many big hundreds as a kid, or even you know going into first class cricket. You know, two years ago, my highest score in um, you know domestic cricket was one hundred and thirty. Mm. You know, so I think that's the sort of um, yeah, that that part of it is, makes the first one good because you never know if you can get there, right? Mm. Until you actually get there, and I think once you actually get the first one it relaxes you and you actually know how to get through the, get through those, you know, nervous nineties or those nervous moments. Mm. Uh, and I remember, cause I had a, I think I had a, I actually was given out LB on 92, I reckon off yeah, Yasser Shah. I see. Yeah. And I reviewed it obviously straight away. That's um, surprising. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> surprising that I, that I reviewed one and got one right. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah. So I think, even those sort of things sort of re bring you back, you know, mm. obviously reviewing it going righto. Um, because I felt like I was being a bit reckless at that stage. I was like, you know, just taking it on because, mm. you know, you know, when you sort of only played a few games, you just play with freedom, right? You're like, I'll get there. Mm. I'll get there. I'll get there. But, um, you can't really put a number on how or the importance on how important it is to get over the line for that first time. Well, probably the fact that you want to get there, you just say, oh, fuck it. I want to get there quick. Yeah, three hits. Let's go, bang, bang, bang. Let's see if we can do yeah. it. Yeah, and I've I've done that quite a lot. Mm. Um, in probably the last few years, when I get to a hundred, you know, gone from let's say ninety two to a hundred in you know three four balls. You know, I did it in the in the test, and, and I think that's just sometimes you get a read on a bowler, right? Yeah, yeah. You just get that feeling, right? If he bowls us there, you know, I'm going. I'm going. How do you handle the frustrating comments around your celebrations being viewed as over the top by obviously some members of, of probably the media, I think, more so than, than anything? Um, is it something that you, that you look at and go, oh, I'll make an adjustment or do you just go with the, look, that's me, I, I don't care, that type of approach? Um, yeah, very good question. Um, I, I think I would like to think that, you know, I, I, I'm never abusive on the field at all. Um, you know, I definitely get under people's skin, that's for sure. And I certainly don't take enough wickets not to celebrate them when I get them. <laughs> so um, whenever I get a wicket, I definitely – and just in general, anyone that's known me for, for a period of time knows it doesn't matter what sport it is, there's always excitement. And especially around cricket, right, the big bash, um, it's exciting. And it was nice to wear the mic, right, uh, and, and and people got a little bit of an insight of, you know, that, that that's just who I am, right? I wasn't trying to – go over the top or, or, or put it on. But that was me. Now, I, I think, you know, for me, that's just who I am, right? I'm not going to go and change that. Although um, the game post, I got the criticism <laughs> I did, which was which was not something that I like doing. I mean, that's not how I enjoy playing my cricket. Um, so for me, it's just about being who I am, 
and being true to myself and making sure I do that consistently. And if I can look at myself in the mirror, then, um, you know, that's the only thing that counts. But um, looking back on it, yeah, I definitely think that um, just being who I am is definitely the right way. Like I, I sit there and love it because the thing is like, yeah, you, you celebrate hard and you work hard for a weekend and <laughs> got your heady and all that stuff, but which I think is hilarious and, and love it. But the other thing is, they give you a mic because you're actually very insightful and think a lot about the game. Like, and actually to get that level of insight, I think to, this is what I'm trying to bowl. This is what I'm trying to do against him. But I find that unbelievable insight into watching a game. I I reckon there's nothing worse than if you're given that opportunity, like as a player, like, to be boring, not so much boring as a personality type, but say, like, oh yeah, like we're just trying to dry up the runs here. So well, no shit, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying to actually give a bit more specific of an answer of like, all right, I think he's doing this, this, and this. So what I'm going to do is try and go this, 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 and this. So like, that's actually yeah. like yeah. people sit there and go like, well, that's actually really, really good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I spot on. I agree. I think I really, I really enjoy watching people. You know, when Shane Warms on the mic mm. in the early Big Bash, you know, and trying to talk about what he's going to try and do. Mm. Um. And I think, you know, obviously playing a lot of cricket with Swepo, right, well, well, and he's usually at sort of cover um, or, or mid-off, and, and I'm always bouncing off him, what do you reckon, mm. you know, do we go slow wrong and, or mm. whatever, right? Because, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like Swepo, who's got a, a booming, beautiful leg spin on, I sort of mix it up. Um, I would say probably one of my best assets of bowling is, is the fact that I just read the game, right? Mm. I just try and have a sense of what he's trying to do. Mm. Um, and then anything, you know, that I can sort of – scratch at, you know, like I said, I've known Hetty since we were 12 playing under 12s together and, and under 15s and 19s. So, you know, you're not having those little chirps without the relationship. Mm. So it's not like you're, you know, you're spraying a young kid coming out. It's, mm. it's, you know, you're actually just having fun with your mate. And, and, and that's the sort of times that, you know, I remember listening back to some of the stuff I was saying, it's like, geez, you're an idiot. <laughs> like <laughs> just shut up. But, but the reality is that is just what I would do if I wasn't on the mic, right? And then I look back and I go, man, maybe I should, uh, what are you doing? But I think that's that's kind of what we're getting to. It's mm. authentic and and you get that feel, you know, that yeah, anything that you can use to your advantage, right, um, in the game to, to try and get a wicket, right, if that was, yeah. you know, that instance with Hedy, um, you know, just sort of letting him know that's not him. You know, I've played a lot with Hedy mm. and, um, you know, that that shot or lapping, wasn't, you know, I haven't seen Petey play many laps in my time. So, here's a segment that we like to do on this podcast. It is called Must or Dust. Uh, now, I've got a jingle for it, which Goaty hates. Is this Master Dust? <laughs> Is this master dust? It won't take too long, but don't get it wrong. Is this master dust? What a shame because this segment is so fucking good, but that jingle just really drives me insane. I'm not entirely sure what you mean. (laughs) It's good. It's good until the guy comes on and says, Master Dust. (laughs) I think that was a, that must have been a bad voice day or a voice effect or something. Must have had a cold or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Master Dust. So, man, the context here is that we give you a topic. uh, We discuss it amongst ourselves as well because these are all ones that we haven't done. um, But we give you a topic, Master meaning yes it's brilliant you should have it every person needs it in their life dust meaning it stinks 
no one needs that horrendous. The rules, no middle ground too. Yeah. You mm. sort of got to, you yeah. can't sit on the fence. That's yeah. actually what yeah. Sam has. It's That's, not here yeah. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> has, has his 50% down the middle every single one. <laughs> He's got genuine splinters. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start, man. Uh, and just, I think it'll help with people learning a little bit about you as well. RM Williams, I'm very interested to hear this from mainly you versus Goaty. I have a feeling we might be opposite on a good chunk of these. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Hence why I picked them. <laughs> well done. RM Williams, must. Yeah. Absolute must. Doesn't shock classy, me. Classy look. A um, little bit overpriced, I think it's fair to say. Um, but they last for so long. Mm. Last for long. Save for money, you reckon? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you never have to double up and buy another pair often, do you? Very, very rarely. Yeah, I've very heard rarely. people, you know, resole them. I don't know what that yeah, costs, but actually. resole them, get the leathery done. But, yeah, that's a must. Mm, okay, fair. Interesting. How do you feel about that, Andrew? <laughs> I've never seen you wear them. Oh, I don't own a pair of Iron Moves, no. I don't wear shoes most of the time. I've seen feels. you wear two things, spikes and thongs. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it, really. Um, <laughs> and no. with a beer in hand with both. Yeah. Um, no, I'll – I'll say must. I reckon they're all right. I just, okay. it's just, I mean, I just, I work in a gym. So if I wear like a polo shirt, shorts, and the RM Williams are looking like a fuckwit, right? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll say. Try it one day, just in case. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll, I'll say must. I reckon they're all right. In the right hands. The wrong people sometimes wear them. They look like they're really trying too hard. That's okay. my opinion. Okay. Is that fair enough? Yeah, absolutely. No, fair yeah, enough. very good. Very good. Like it. Like it a lot. Close to the fence, but yeah, very good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a slight <laughs> yeah, yeah. must. I'm a must. I wear them all the time. Uh, moving on. Manual cars slash having a manual license. A must. Must. Yeah. I think it's a must that you have to be able to drive one. Yeah. Ridiculous. Great question. I only got my manual license at 25, <laughs> I reckon. It's really? 26, it's a real maybe. shock I included this one. Yeah, then. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'll say must now. I think must just because I love the uh, the learning part of it. N- not necessarily, uh, I think, I mean, I think they're going in a. In, They'll be gone soon. Yeah, they're yeah. going on the downward <laughs> yeah. roller coaster. But it's cheaper, definitely though. a nice, it's a nice thing to learn. Mm. Um, to be able to drive. I know when I go on the beach, go to Stratty or something mm. like that, you know, yeah. there's nothing better than driving manual. Well, actually, like we, I had a manual car and um, I don't have one now anymore. I actually miss driving manual yeah. car and that's really, really weird because I only drove it, drove it for two or three years maybe, like not even that much. So yeah. and I actually miss driving it. It's, it's very strange. I'll tell you, I've said mass, so you have to have a manual license, but I, I'm driving one at the moment. Mm. When they stink is in a traffic <laughs> a traffic situation, that is horrendous. Mm, that does suck. Uh, not, not off. Well, that, that and when you're having your coffee on the way to work yeah, and yeah. you've got to go to the drink <laughs> and leave the steering wheel and use your leg. Yeah, sitting in neutral oh. for a full uh, Yeah, downhill. That's multitasking. Righto, here's a good one. Dare ice coffees. Manus, you're a big coffee drinker, but I think that you are more after a hot variety and something with probably a little bit more craft time. I mean, the fact that you include a dare ice coffee in the coffee basket is an absolute farcical. What, you can't do a fucking flower on it, can you, mate? Is that why you don't like it? No, you can't draw a flower or a clover leaf on it. That'll be good. That'll make it taste better. Mate, Yummy. Does. Yum. <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you, 100. If if you came to mine, I'd make you a coffee. It would have a clover or a yeah, leaf or beautiful a- <laughs> or a swan. Oh, beautiful! That'll taste great. <laughs> dare ice coffee. Oh, mate, you drink too yeah. many dare ice coffees. Uh, I had, I'd have four dares a week tops. 
That's nah, five. <laughs> that's a lot of deaths. That's one per day. No, it's not. Yeah. Seven days in a week. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but you it, don't drink it when you're in the doghouse. Or do I? <laughs> Dare ice coffee, uh, dust. dust. Absolute dust. Uh, must, obviously. Absolute must. Yeah. Dust. Absolute must. Dust for I mean, me. I'm taking a lot of masks. drinks. I'm drinks. probably going to V over a Dare ice coffee. Well, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One final one here. Budgie smugglers, man. Interesting. <laughs> An absolute must. Okay. But for many reasons. Uh, oh, this is good. The one, yeah, one the is for the, for the obviously, the beach, right? Love it. Mm-hmm. Love getting in the budgies. Mm-hmm. Nice and free. It's, you know, it, it's probably the most naked you can be in public with. Um, Correct. As long as well, it's acceptable. I mean, not with that attitude. I mean, <laughs> um, and the other thing is, um, if I didn't have budgies, uh, I'd get, uh, I'd have no boxing because that's what holds my box. Yeah, right. Bad. You that bat in them. That's yeah, what yeah. So, cricket. so I go the, um, I go the, the, the shorts and then the budgies over. Yeah, right. Because I feel like it, it, it cups quite, quite Nicely. firmly around, so mm-hmm. it doesn't move. I've had a few pretty bad nut hits when I. Is that the first gone. time cupped quite firmly has featured on this podcast? Well, no, but usually in a different context. Yeah, good, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sorry, uh, must, must absolute must. must. Yeah. Oh. Again, something I've never seen you in. Nah, I don't think you ever will, to be honest with you. Nah, nah, it doesn't. Well, I wouldn't say your rig's getting any better. <laughs> I wouldn't say it is either, to be honest with you. Nah, um, nah, it does me. I don't have the rig and or uh, instrument to pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I appreciate that level of honesty. I'm good, sure excellent. all the listeners will be really happy with <laughs> knowing good. that. Nah, nah. That's but, what, that was one of the most asked questions when we said, Marnus is coming on for this episode. Yeah. Or everyone just asks, how big's Goaty's pace? Yeah, good. Excellent. <laughs> nah, oh, I actually don't mind. They're all right. Yeah, okay. I'm fence sitting. Must for me. Absolute must. I've Love seen you in them and they don't look great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm still standing firm. Must. Good. So there you go. He's a great man, Marnus Labashan. There is no question about that. Now, we will definitely have our regular weekly episode still out this Thursday if you are up to date with the episodes. If you're listening like down the track, then you can listen to that one as well. I'm speaking too much. It's fine. Yeah, Please get in touch with us on the socials. We are at We Got The Chocolates everywhere. Or you can get in touch at the website, which is www.wegotthechocolates.com.au. Make sure that you're finding a way over this Christmas period to go out and have a laugh with your mates. If you're doing that, you are definitely getting the chocolates. We'll speak to you very, very soon. And as always, good luck in the future. And that's Stumps. Well, that's the podcast. So what the hell are you still doing here? Go and get the chocolates, you marvellous beast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 